3: If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do the smart thing. If you're gonna bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet's gonna lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid.
1: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, Blevins, and joining me today, as always, is Boop. What's up, buddy?
3: As always, and as always, I'm excited to be here, Mr. Blevins. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Blevins is my father. I don't know why
1: I said that as Sean Connery, but we were talking <laughs> I'm such about it. Listen- was
3: like Decker Kane? <laughs> oh, is
1: that who that was? Stay a while and listen to my father, Mr. Blevins who's also my grandson. (laughs) Uh, I don't know where that was going, so I'm just going to end it there. This is a Teamfight Tactics podcast, (laughs) I
3: assure you. One of these days, we're going to get an intro (laughs) where we don't immediately go onto a tangent. We swear, guys.
1: Yeah, I I don't mind going on on tangents, but we got to start
3: somewhere <laughs> kind of close <laughs> one of these times i guess hey welcome to this team fight tactics uh podcast now let's talk about sean connery Yeah, let's talk about sean connery and jack Kane. what if i know <laughs> i'm not gonna i was
1: thinking about just doing an off the cuff what if they met but this is absolutely not the maybe maybe bonus content <laughs> maybe, if we hit a that thousand, if, a we really thousand video. if we hit a thousand subscribers <laughs> on <laughs> something <laughs> I'll do I'll do a uh, Sean Connery meets Deckard Kane uh ad-lib video but uh we are seriously going to talk about team fight tactics. Thank you all for joining us here and uh let's just start it off with this is our boop this is our very first episode under the Prediction Esports banner. So we are officially there. Uh hopefully you're listening to us there. And uh, we're super
3: happy and excited to be a part of the team. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to be a part of a team right that's how that's how you get to grow as people a group of creatives lifting yes. each other up and uh no it's good it's it's good to be part of the prediction family uh, it's been great so far uh things might uh hopefully things will improve as, as as time goes on and with prediction and our podcast eventually we'll get those thousand subscribers and we'll yes. get to see the ad lib because that is a nice stretch goal Yes, it is.
1: And uh, it's uh, it's recorded on air, so I, I can't un- unsay it. So it, it, it has to happen. But, uh, guys, make sure you do uh, check out the prediction. If you're not listening to us on the prediction feed, if you're listening to us on YouTube or Twitch or wherever, make sure you go on your favorite uh, podcast platform and check out Prediction. That's uh, Prediction with two E's. And uh, hit that subscribe button and make sure you're downloading us. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, you know, we're, we're the new guys in town. I don't want uh, to ruffle any feathers, but I do want to be the number one downloaded show on, on the network. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there, and I think that we can do it. I think that uh, just based on our Discord and the community, I know that we've got that sort of fire to be able to do that. So uh, let's make sure that we are doing that as soon as we can. A couple other things about the community, of course, game nights happening on Fridays in the discord, discord.me slash little legends podcast. Make sure you're joining there. Uh, And another cool little perk for the discord that I wasn't personally expecting, but was pleasantly surprised is we actually got a little bit of an inside peek into mobile new uh, team builder platform that is not even out yet. It's a a really a, a sneak preview for the little legends podcast community. Uh, Pulling some strings and people I've known from past lives and past shows and whatnot. Uh, hashtag and, uh,
3: clout, dude.
1: Hashtag something. Uh, hashtag uh, knowing <laughs> people and and making good connections Networking. with people. Yes. No, it's a- it's
3: actually been o- uh, awesome. People are using it too. Uh, yes. we, we have a really cool thing, which is uh what is it? The synergy bounty or the oh
1: the new yes this one this one I just I just put in a uh, oh, build
3: bounties. the build so bounty. You uh, people will use this tool to uh, say, all right, guys, if you build this uh, thing in your game, here's some brownie points i guess maybe we'll try to uh, get in, like an actual prize or something i'll try to, to do something with it but kind of like you know there's that like me seeks thing that gives you points or something yeah. like that well, people hated uh, but...
1: that but <laughs> I, I i immediately got like three messages being like can you turn off the level
3: up thing i'm like yeah i, I sure can <laughs> I, definitely i am uh, i'm already doing it but uh we will we'll do something there but basically you can like show what comps that you're using or challenge people to use a certain cop along with items it's really good uh, i've been using it just to kind of like sit there and look at positioning and and items just to kind of get like the full full breadth of the information mm-hmm. without the challenge of actually having to compete as well at the same time
1: yeah, there's just a lot of people in there. Uh it's been growing. Every time I add everyone, Discord tries to warn me like, "Are you sure you want to annoy this many people?" And uh I go, "I absolutely do." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it always brings a, a nice little a nice little uh smile to my face when I see that more people are in. So, definitely join that. We've got some cool things uh already there and uh it will al- always grow uh as we continue to grow. Uh, the things that we're doing will also get better as well. Um, last little piece, and I swear we're going to start talking about actual team fight tactics. Uh, iTunes reviews, guys. Make sure you are leaving iTunes reviews. They are super helpful to us. They're super, super helpful for us on Prediction, as well as the original feed. Anywhere that you can, if you have the chance to leave a review, it is very very helpful. But, okay, enough of that stuff. Let's move in and talk about some TFT, and we'll start where we always start, with our weeks in TFT. Boop, any fun, exciting, noteworthy games for you this week?
3: uh yeah i wouldn't say exciting um but i had another roller coaster this is just like something that i do is uh i'll get to plat three or plat two and Mm -hmm. then i'll be like all right i hate myself and then (laughs) and then dip my toe back into gold and th- this proves to me that I'm actually a plat player, right? Because I've I've, I've gotten my way back into plat so many times at this point right. that I, I know I deserve it. But uh, That's That's I didn't good. listen to anything that I said I would do over the last year. <laughs> we ended the, the show like, oh, I'm right. going to use my economy better, right? Mm-hmm. So I just didn't. And then I, I spent all my money all the time. Yep. And then I was like, why am I in gold again? And then finally I was like, okay. Let me try hard real quick, and then I got five second places and a win uh, nice. after that to get to get me to get me back into where I started the week off. So it was another roller coaster of emotion. It was it, it was cool to be with my gold brethren uh, once again, <laughs> uh, but uh, I was it was just a little toe dip, you know, just to mm-hmm. test the waters, just to make sure everyone was okay, you know. And then uh, went back to Platt, and I've been actually doing pretty good there. Been running a lot of uh that Glacial Rangers. Like elemental comp mm-hmm. that we saw uh, during that Omega Esports League tournament yep. so much, and that's pretty much like if you get everything, that's like a top four I've noticed. yep uh, Especially if you could just get Ash stacked in mm-hmm. general. Uh, but uh, outside of that, it's been uh, it's been pretty good this week so far. It's been on the up and up. So hopefully, I continue on. I want to join you in the in the ranks of diamond. I know yeah. I can do it. I just gotta like not be like in my head. I'll be like, okay, I know I shouldn't be spending money here, but I really want. This upgraded unit. So I'm gonna go ahead yep. and play every cop like void assassins. And so, uh... <laughs> it's like I
1: really shouldn't be spending money here, so I won't hit the reroll button a fifth time this turn. Okay, yeah, it.
3: exactly. <laughs> or, or as like as I'm saying, I should not be spending click, click yeah. any more. Click, oh, I, I click should money. click not click. Yep, oh, can't spend any more
1: money. There's zero gold. That is a way. <laughs>
3: exactly Uh, but overall actually i've enjoyed the changes with the orbs and stuff Mm -hmm. i know we'll talk about that uh later but i like where the game's at still i think it's getting a little stale because it's been a while but um and that will not be the case uh next week that's for sure
1: yeah next week definitely has some big changes coming and we will go into some of those specifics at least uh on what what's on pbe uh in just a bit but for me uh I am still in Diamond. Uh I can purport that. I did fall did I fall out of it? No, I, I was I was out of it for a little bit. I was back in plat four for a, a hair, but was I think before the end of the week. I got back up. Um I actually got up to Diamond Three for a bit. Um uh I was I was in Diamond Three and then I fell and now I'm back in the middle of Diamond Four right now. Um i I've, I've man, I did not have a firm grasp on this patch. For quite a bit, it it seemed like it took me a little bit longer than some of the other patches to just kind of conceptualize and internalize what needed to be done. Because I I did what I normally do when there's a new either set or new patch for any sort of strategy game. I'm like, well, I can just kind of do what I did last time and just, like, I'll have a more optimized strategy than people who are going to be trying to brew new things. Didn't really work that well because I was very in in on the... um, Like you said, the Rangers, Knights, Glacial, uh, Elementals, like that sort of core. But before this new... Before 9.18, it seemed like you could have like the second like the solidly second or like somewhere between like second and third best Rangers comp and like depending on how you built it like you could still get to a top four eventually Um, Mm -hmm. now it seemed like with with the way the the boxes have changed there's more gold people are getting more high rolls they're able to have more to play with having the like mildly powerful like mediocre ish build didn't see doesn't seem like it's as strong as it was like People are getting higher quicker, uh, and it has nothing to do with the fact that you're in Colorado, Boop. Uh, <laughs> uh, people are getting stronger quicker, <laughs> and uh, having, like, a mediocre Rangers comp was just like, well, they have Naruto and a Swain and, uh, and uh, Shyvana, too, with, with a bunch of items. It's like, oh, people get really strong now. And my middling Rangers comp, which was at least like going toe to toe with most of the comps, is now getting fifteen to twenty by the top three comps and like barely winning against others. So it took me a while to kind of get a strategy in, um but i I feel like I just played more I, I tried to stay open as long as possible in terms of my comp, as well as my items, I would just like, even where I would normally like, I'm always going to build a Morellos, I'm always going to build the guardian angel. I'm always going to build. Um, those are two the two that I'm pretty much confident. I'm always going to build anything else is, is situational. I was just not building anything for as long as I could just making pairs and seeing kind of what the game gave me, which is probably what I should have been doing before. Anyway. Uh, and I felt like it was working kind of, um, I got a couple of wins and I also got a couple of, of bad, bad losses, including one with void assassin force, which did not turn out. I got eighth in that game and I, and it was weird <laughs> cause I ha- no one else was going it. So I, I've, uh, without going into the we'll, we'll talk about void assassins later um no one else was going it i had a sword i'm like okay i can just get this and i just like i was even like getting some of the level threes and it just didn't never panned out so um i also had a void assassins game where i won and didn't have the cassacet and i just had a tier three cassacet <laughs> void so i had a weird week with void assassins but we'll uh be talking about those um for sure so overall pretty pretty good week for me technically slightly down on the lp front but a- a learning, yeah. A i
3: should just week. stop you know i think it's the third time i've said this like i should just stop going blade masters gunslingers because uh, anytime i try right anytime it's just me right oh, okay. I, I was uh I, ham was in the room um for those of you guys who don't know she's uh who i co-cast with uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of the overwatch stuff mm-hmm. and i looked back to her and i'm like okay i was just offered three tristanas and two graves in this pack right and i was like this is a sign i should just go gunslingers mm-hmm. right and I, but i was like but watch i'm gonna get eighth <laughs> and then i got eighth and then <laughs> um no i just like it, there are just some comps that i just know how to run really well yeah, yeah. and blademasters gunslingers has never been that which is so not my personality because most of the time when i play games it's always like as flashy as possible mm-hmm. right like look at my wonderful personality can't you tell uh, but uh, for this game it's very different i like really leaned into brawlers really early on and uh now like with ash it's just satisfying to play um, mm-hmm. especially how much you know you're pissing some people off on the other <laughs> side with your glacial comp yep right but man there's just certain things that i just know aren't gonna go well and then i did it like two times in a row right i went ahead and played gunslingers Blade Masters after because you know i heard from a birdie it's a good counter to uh, Void assassins and i still got eighth
1: gotta build those uh the sword breakers that's the that's the real the true hidden the hidden power there Swordbreaker was actually for me like low-key, one of the most powerful things that I have accidentally built on a Rengar ever. <laughs> I
3: had, uh, oh, you got, like, one from a carousel or something? No, just, like, I uh,
1: happened. well, yeah, I I had a, I'm like, I don't remember, I don't remember what the circumstance was. Oh, I know what it was. I wanted a, I wanted a sword breaker, but I didn't, because I wanted to... I thought I was going to go Gunslingers. So I'm like, oh, it's, it's good on it. And uh, I ended up picking it up, which completed my Rengar, and then it, I just <laughs> ended up in a Rengar comp, essentially. Like I was like, yeah. oh, I get I get a bunch of stuff. So I, I ended up in it, and I stacked it, Rengar, and I'm like, multiple games where... I was going to lose in Rengar 1v4 because of the sword breaker, like against Nar, against Shyvana. like these these unbeatable one v one machines. It's just like sword broken, sword broken, sword broken, sword broken, <laughs> uh jump. Well, kill. I mean,
3: Rengar's pretty good at the one v one. He dude. is. Uh, he is, but Nar is also pretty good at the one v one. That's true. That's true. Better than Rengar, probably. Uh, but before we move on, I just want I forgot, and this is for Asto, who happens to appear on like all of our podcasts. Yes. Yeah, that's also, uh, shout-outs
1: to Asta, who gave me the idea to put in the... Uh, yep.
3: the uh, uh, What did the I call build it? The build, the build bounties. Yes. Uh, so I built a GA, uh, Shojin's, and Gunblade on Lissandra uh, the other day. And it was hilarious. I also won the game. Uh, so it was like... Everyone like at home, if you want to have fun and... Because, like, not everyone's competing for Lysandras all the time. Uh, even though she is getting a little bit more popular, she the Gunblade thing is not something I have had thought about before. Because mm-hmm. you think about it on, like, Kennen, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's the same thing, right? It's right. Like, Kennen does it, like, over time. It's all at once for the Lysandra, and hopefully mm-hmm. she gets a good ult off. But, you know, at the end, when after she uh, after she dies, this is actually really funny because she has the Shoujins, she keeps ulting herself. And so... Yeah she just continuously gets health and i think it's uh that co- like the combination of the shojins plus the Gunblade mm-hmm. plus anyone with aoe abilities is something that you should you should try at home because it was amazing i, I hadn't had that that kind of giggles in a game in a very <laughs> long time
1: I've, I've been hearing some some rumbling from top players that lissandra is actually in a very strong spot so maybe Maybe we should bow down to the seer, the Nostradamus known as Austo. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh,
3: I know, right?
1: The prophet. The prophet, the prophet Austo. Uh Who knows what he'll come up with next. Uh, but let's move on here and talk about uh, some of the news that happened over the week. Uh, and this is uh, where we'll be talking about the PBE changes. But the big one... Uh, or I get maybe not the big one. I don't. I don't know. But it, it came out today. Actually, Riot's ten year anniversary is coming up. I believe on October fifteenth. And a couple of notable things about this, they did kind of allude to some TFT stuff that's going to be happening. The some things uh, that are going to be revealed about the future of TFT, hopefully in a good way. I'm assume it was phrased and positioned that it would be in a good way. Uh, I have to imagine that uh, Riot is pretty happy with. Uh, the state of tft right now um but one thing that you mentioned boop that i wasn't even thinking about is that they released their concurrent player numbers
3: yeah and it's high it is really high Mm. i I believe the number i'm doing this just from memory it was 8 million Mm. concurrent Mm. players on league of legends and that is obscene for a game that's peak concurrent, so the total yeah. number of players in a day is probably way more than that. Maybe not yeah. way more, maybe, maybe definitely more than that, right. though. And so, um, nope, and everyone I think a lot plays of at that... the same exact time, and that's it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All one time don't... they play
1: two games exactly, and <laughs> you, they log
3: off. You guys don't know this, but at certain times, no one is playing. Uh, but. <laughs> No, 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 but basically, like the reason why that's cool, and part of the reason why I think they were comfortable releasing those numbers is I think TFT really helped the bottom side of that right mm-hmm. really make that number feel a little bit better because it's uh i think it's a good game mode and i'm usually not someone who likes non-traditional game modes right or you know oh let's play this or that in- instead of the mm-hmm. like a ram for example is a really good one Right, sure. i'm just like not really too into it uh, but tft i think has a little special magic and i think the people who like tft love it Mm -hmm. And hopefully uh, those numbers continue to climb because good numbers for Riot means good numbers for TFT, which means a a potential thousand subscribers and a Sean Connery and (laughs) Decker Kane video coming from uh, Blev.
1: True, true. Uh, I mean, just from my own personal anecdotal experience, as as well as at least uh, at least some number of other folks in the discord and my personal friends. I hadn't I hadn't played TFT. I, I actually went back and looked cuz I was curious like trying to remember what hero had just came out and what year that was when I stopped playing League of Legends. It was in 2010 was the last time it, I like it, actually um,
3: played. I saw you playing in ARAM the other day.
1: Oh yeah, I've been playing. I've been me- I've been you know, I've been messing around a little bit. Like <laughs> I think TFT probably did exactly what Riot wanted, which was Get some either old time players like myself who have been playing card games forever. Let's get it. Let's get some of those people back into the League of Legends world. And like, I remember like just getting. Uh, being surrounded with it. It's like, I remember like, I liked all the lore stuff. I liked the characters. I like the kind of the world building that they do. Uh, I like the, the feel of the League of legends world. I don't know a lot about it. Kenobi is our resident expert that at least that I know of based on the cast. So I
3: I, I, I
1: know, a, I know a good amount of lore. Okay. You give okay. Credit. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll give you credit, but Kenobi was slinging that lore. On the uh, yeah, man. <laughs> he, he's he knows the name of slinging. every ability. He knows who everyone's sister is. He knows le- I, uh, that sounded weird. He <laughs> oh, knows who oh, everyone's oh. relation to everyone is. Uh, and, and like to me, I'm like, wow. I used to be that for like Magic the Gathering, like a million years ago. But uh, yeah, no, I I remember liking all that stuff for League of Legends. And, and back in my day, that stuff wasn't even really fleshed out that much. Um, but like, yeah, you know, if I'm playing TFT and. I you know I've I've had my MOBA time and uh I'm not going to get good at League of Legends I just know that so I'm just like I'm just going to do it casual and what's more casual than Aram also I don't know any of the champions I don't know how the runes or anything work it was completely different back in back in 2010 so I'm like <laughs> I'm just gonna play the thing that has as much automated as possible, and just learn some of these new champions.
3: Yeah, man. Well, you can always, I can always smurf it up with you. I'm not amazing, and I know Kenobi's always down to, uh, to yeah, teach. not to volunteer him, but the lore lord is is also very giving. I'm, I'm down. So,
1: I'm down to play some uh some pre made games uh,
3: of of because if there's regularly. anything that I hope you've learned about me is I love trolling, so. Uh, <laughs> That, that allows me to just play whatever the hell I want in any yep. of these games and uh, it, it's worth it up. It'll be fun. I want to, if I'm going to
1: play regular league, I want to just one trick, no, no life one
3: hero like which i know is not the good thing to do but i want to do that um, it is a good thing to do actually oh so okay. in well, in league uh well th- wrong podcast but you kind of want to pick up three characters and learn those three characters and their mechanics for a all while right. that's the uh, new yeah. goal
1: then let's figure out the three heroes i should pick um also they have to be tft heroes so uh <laughs> they're not in <laughs> tft I- he's great I, I could learn Gangplank. Uh, also, I only want to learn S-tier heroes. And if they fall out of S-tier, I'll probably quit the game. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on track a little bit. Uh, really cool that Riot A released that. I mean, does it have to do with... Does it have to do with the fact that it's a 10-year anniversary or the fact that TFT is bringing people back or you know, getting people more engaged? I don't know. Uh, maybe a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. But Yep. overall good thing um yes the rising tides of water will raise all tft podcast chips and perhaps eventually someday get me to do a deckard Kane meets sean connery uh one act play why did i say one act play i mean uh, oh god I'm, I'm digging myself deeper uh yeah. I don't even have a. I don't even have a transition after that. Kaisa is being added. <laughs> has been added <laughs> into the game. Uh, she is a new five cost unit. She is a Void Ranger Assassin currently on PBE, uh, and will be coming into the game in nine point one nine next week. Um, yeah, she's got an interesting ability. She kind of dashes. It's almost like a Pike ability. Where she dashes to the furthest enemy and then gains a shield and a lot of attack speed for a few seconds.
3: Have you So seen in her proper game? League of Legends, yeah. um, that's her ultimate. So what, whenever Whenever or or one of her auto attacks is applied to somebody, mm-hmm. she can ultimate them and she dashes to where you click and gets a shield. Uh, okay. Because since she's an AD carry or attack damage carry, like you gotta a up close is not, like, the best thing to start. the mm-hmm. if you to start. the shield's you to you her it, the shield's a little while longer to try okay. a little while longer to try to get uh, more damage in Mm -hmm. Uh, the other thing about her is that every four auto attacks after the fifth one will do percent damage health um attack and so like uh that's why you like are trying to in in league regularly okay i'm like i don't remember seeing this (laughs) so i'm just kind of describing kaisa as like a character okay sure 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 it's like in tft so so like you would get a couple stacks on them then r in get the shield finish off the stacks burst them down they're dead Mm -hmm. right and so here in, legal, uh, in TFT, uh, it's really cool that they kept the dash there because the dash actually has, in my opinion, one of the best sound effects in the entire game. Oh, okay. And to hear that over and over again in TFT will probably start being awesome, but then end up being a nightmare scenario because she seems <laughs> very strong.
1: Yeah. Uh, she does. When when they first revealed her, I'm like, what are like the top comps in, in TFT right now? There's... Rangers, there's void, uh, different variants of void, whether sorks, brawlers, assassins, and then there's assassin comps. So which one does she fit? Oh, she goes. She's the top end of everything. Um, but she seems really cool. I, I, I still don't have the ability to play the PBE because I'm a TFT only player, technically. Um. Uh, they've said that they're going to do something about that eventually, but I can't play PBE, so I haven't been able to test her out. But I have seen, uh, I've been watching Riot uh, Riot Mort streams. Uh, he's mortdog Dog Two Four Seven on Twitch. Definitely, definitely check him out. He streams on the weekends. But uh, yeah, just seeing her in action has been really kind of cool. Her uh, her ultimate is really interesting uh, because any any ultimate on a carry. Or really anything doesn't even necessarily need to be an ultimate, but ultimates especially if so you don't have to rely on items. Anything that will de-aggro a carry is good in my book. And then also the also the shield so good. Like if you're getting if you're in a corner and you're fighting someone one v one and you're about to die, you de-aggro, you go to someone else, which is not the best, I guess, switching your target, but. Um, going to the furthest target is generally good because you're going to be going to their backline carry a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, she seems really powerful. She seems like, obviously, her synergies are great. Void um, is getting a change in this next She's the patch. five
3: cost, so if anyone's right. getting freaked out, right? Like don't, right, don't She's worry a, about it. She's yeah. the five Yes,
1: she is a 5 cost, um, which makes sense with her power level and her kind of versatility. And also, um, they did change void here in 9.19 or on PBE, technically, right now. Uh, Instead of it being, if you have three voids, your voids do true damage, it's now uh, switched to a 2-4 split, where if you have two voids, then one of your... Uh one of your random a random void does true damage, and then if you have four voids, all of your void units do true damage. So like so. the Imperial buff. It, exactly.
3: it functions exactly like the Imperial buff. You want you want yep. some lore real quick about Kaisa? I sure do. So uh Kassadin, I believe, is her dad. And okay. um she uh Castan sent Kaisa Kenobi, you can fact check me on this one. <laughs> uh they're related in some way. Uh, but uh, Ken, uh, not Ken, getting, i was about to say kenobi sent kaisa we're getting, uh, so <laughs> we're getting confirmation
1: um, from kenobi you're on yeah, track so, so far
3: sent kaisa to where the league of legends things uh rutera i think is what it's called um and sent her to get information and kill a bunch of humans but she ended up liking the humans a little bit more so she's mm-hmm. in this halfway position of being part human and part void where like part of her is like oh i'm evil but part of her is like oh but these humans are actually cool people mm-hmm. and so it's setting up in the lore this like dad versus daughter thing mm-hmm. in 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 the lore so when you see kaisa's and kasten's fight that's a that's a daddy uh daughter scenario there and
1: when what about when that kasten is also an assassin and is on the same team and is destroying my team What 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 do i say then <laughs>
3: Well, then it's a better relationship with uh, her dad than we all expected. Um, they, maybe they they went to some therapy, some family counseling. <laughs> Yumu's um, ghost therapy. <laughs> they did a little bit of yeah. They they did a little bit of a uh, role playing to. Uh, <laughs> to talk about things, right? Talk to some empty chairs. Um, <laughs> by the way, all of this stuff is legitimate. I'm just using it for a joke. Um, but but, but, yeah, so I, I like the... When you know a little bit of lore, it's really cool because then you can play out scenarios in your head during these games. But Tyson's going to be pretty pretty interesting in general a a ranger that's going to be up close though is 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 something that is Mm -hmm. something that we haven't seen so far Mm -hmm. but the other thing that's really cool is remember all shields and heals uh get increased by ability power so there is there there could be a way that you build like a bunch of ap on her so when she dashes she gets like an enormous shield Mm -hmm. Uh, and potentially like a seraph's like put up. So she does it again a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, because I was victimized by Arabadon's Yasuo. Ooh. Um, with, who where the shield is increased because of the AP? Mm-hmm. Uh, because there weren't any other options on their team really to have that AP ratio on. So there's going to be like different things to do in order to mm-hmm. uh, make her good. But she's going to be super competitive. Uh, yeah. I doubt we're going to see a Kaisa too, like ever, especially at release. Um, and I'm yeah. half expecting them to change her, kind of like what happened to uh, Pantheon, where like Pantheon went into the game, and they're like, "Oops." Yeah, um, when, and-
1: when we see her actual stats next week in the in the full patch notes, we, we should go through it with a fine tooth comb and maybe compare some stuff and be like, "Oh yeah, six seconds stun—that is completely and utterly broken." We we yeah. are. We are too naive. Riot, Riot. <laughs> Look what oh, you did. Oh, you.
3: <laughs> you try! Ah! Hey, but it would track. That's true. So, <laughs> um, true. We, we shall see. I'm actually really excited for just like a ranger assassin in general. Because it's not mm-hmm. something you would ever think about, right? That's not right. an archetype that you would ever think about like to put into this game. Mm-hmm. But you add the void on top of it. So it's true damage ranger. Uh, and you're going to get the extra crit with the assassin too we'll mm-hmm. we'll see how we'll see how it goes it's a might be too much of a good thing
1: it might be um i think yeah it's it's gonna be interesting her like you said the assassin and ranger they synergize in some ways because you're getting more attacks off and you're getting more thereby getting more chances to get your assassin crits off but also your. Diving into their backline with a potentially quite squishy champ. Yeah, her shield only lasts for like three seconds speed too. In the
3: game too. So she's going to yes. be able to pump out that damage, even though her base attack damage is going to be lower. Uh, her her overall DPS output might be compensated. Mm-hmm. Like in here, they even recommend a Gensu's and a Static Shiv to get all those procs off. Mm-hmm. Um, but since she has such high attack speed, anyway, <laughs> if for all of you fellow trolls out there, let's go ahead and stack those AP items. Why not?
1: Yeah, I think we might be in a uh, just put it on Nara, might be just put it on Kaisa uh, type <laughs> scenario where you can just put pretty much anything on her and she's going to be okay. Uh, but yeah, very excited to play Kaisa. I think what's also interesting, and I guess this would kind of bleed into the Mort retort technically, but we'll give you a little preview there. Um, on Mort stream, he kind of alluded to and perhaps even outright said, I don't have an exact quote, uh, that. This is pretty much roughly the max number of heroes that we'll see in at one time. Or, sorry, champions at one time.
3: Yeah, so I think they're calling them sets. Right. Uh, I, I, I've heard that language. It's at least been alluded
1: uh, to that they're called sets or
3: informally yeah, and, called and sets. That, I don't know if this is the thing that, like, 60 champions a set is, like, what they want. Or no, no, no something uh, whatever that's probably whatever the number is i think there's yeah, whatever the number is but, already, yeah, the number is, but like that. for for a set they want a certain amount mm-hmm. of champions so the fact that they've talked about things like sets and the that, that mm-hmm. they like has that name does not mean that we're never going to get a new champion ever again right i just think they really are kind of doing they're looking into like the hearthstone year of the dragon type of situation mm-hmm. where certain sets will cycle out and yeah. other ones will be due because they could technically put every single champion in the game into TFT. It's just not all together at the same time. Right. Um, And yeah, this is, I mean,
1: you start, you you think about comps like nobles comps, like um, I guess nobles is is the biggest one that needs that, or, or even imperials that kind of needs that last, uh, that five cost unit to complete the full, um, the full stack for for the Synergy. Like, the more five costs you have, the lower your chances that you're going to get that kill, the lower the chances that you're going to get that Swain. So adding more... I mean, we talked about this when Pantheon came out. Just adding more is... Um, it dilutes the the synergies overall which i mean maybe they want to do like they can use that as sort of a nerfing mechanism to those sorts of comps but i think that
3: well so i was actually thinking <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry uh, No, go 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 I'm like but do you think that if they dilute the pools it would it's actually a buff to one cost five star units because because it makes each one more impactful, since you're going to be less likely to find the two stars. And so you're either going to be investing more into just having the one in there, well, or you're potentially just not going to be using them. Right.
1: It, it's like what we talked about. I don't remember what our example was, but it's not a nerf to the units themselves. It's a nerf to getting the units right like it's a nerf to nobles in the sense that you're not going to have it as often i guess which may be the
3: actual unit though like say say we have all like the the stuff in there right uh we have all everyone in there and the pool's diluted does it make a single pantheon stronger or weaker in the long run of things because since we're going to be seeing less two-star Five cost units right. right i think people might commit further to the one one cost ones right. because that would be the power peak at this point
1: yeah it also might i mean nico's help throws a whole wrench into the math of those things anyway so it's maybe it's roughly the same percentage i don't know we don't have those stats overthinking yeah, yeah we're definitely <laughs> overthinking it it's probably I, the long story short is that it, we're probably not seeing many more champions in this set whatever that means officially we'll probably get some word on it at some point Uh, soon. But we did get... um, I guess these are... I don't know how how to categorize these. These are... They're not... They weren't officially released by uh, Riot. They're just in PBE and people on Reddit um, gave us the numbers. So I guess it's kind of... It's reporting of official... I I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. That's what they are. These are... All of these uh, PBE changes that we're going to be talking about here, they are all... Uh, In PBE or were in PBE at the time of this recording on uh, September 17th, uh, 2019, and they were reported on Reddit. So take that for what it's worth. That's a disclaimer I'm giving you. If anything's wrong here, uh, hashtag blame Reddit. Um, (laughs) Let's just go through some of these. uh, Were were any of these ones that kind of jumped out to you, uh, Boop? We got some pretty big uh hero changes there's a couple of item changes here was there anything that jumped out to you uh, the nar change
3: yeah uh which i think is okay a, a- okay with me <laughs> uh, seeing uh, seeing seeing a, a nerf on a yordle is like an angel <laughs> being birthed somewhere else uh yeah. but uh the other the other thing that i think is nutty mm-hmm. is the mortekaiser buff yeah so he, I, I, so like five fifty damage is actually pretty close, I think, to Aatrox's damage uh, for his ultimate. Okay,
1: they did. Okay, so uh, one thing to know about the the Kaiser buff originally, it apparently, got nerfed down a little bit more. So if you look down further, okay, okay, it, okay, it got, it got it got normalized a little there bit. There it is. But yeah, okay. it was it, it was nutty. He's doing almost a thousand damage with his alt at, at level three, Mordkaiser.
3: <laughs> and that's not okay. He's a one cost unit. Uh, so, but I'm just excited uh, that is getting nerfed because I think mm-hmm. this is actually uh, because it's so high. So to put it into perspective, it's three six uh, to nine hundred is what he has now, and those are after some buffs, right? So that that's that's kind of new, mm-hmm. uh, going to 250, 450 to six fifty. So at rank three, even though you don't really see rank three Nars all that often, he'd only have fifty less health than uh 50 more health than what he currently has at rank two yeah uh he's gonna have w- what is 600 minus 450 is that 150 <laughs> uh yes wait uh, so he's gonna have 100 100- yeah i know right wait. uh math so wait, wait. yeah not your wait right. <laughs> okay so uh he's gonna have 150 less health at rank two uh, which is gonna be huge but i think this is in response to all the new dodge mechanics that are gonna be in the game on 919. Mm-hmm. And this is like to pre like, all right. Like if we're gonna have Nar sitting at 85% dodge, maybe a hundred percent dodge with some items, right? He can't also be super tanky. Right. So especially with shapeshifter bonus, yeah, as well. So I think this is a good change. I think, yeah,
1: I, I think if there were I don't think um just in what we've heard, more Say publicly, as well as just how they've designed some of the champs. I don't think that they, like, it seems like they are fine with things being, uh, air quotes, broken or very good or very strong or like reaching the upper bounds of infinite you know we look at rage blade you can get really high attack speed you know rage blade plus ranger uh, if a rage bladed ranger is also a blade master like you can get some very insane attack speeds right um but i don't think they want a champ that would literally be unkillable if you had NAR with nine yordles and a dragon's claw and a uh, like warmogs probably can't actually kill it. Like I, <laughs> it, it might not actually be possible to kill it statistically. Yeah, you
3: would need like a crit on your a soul voice of light or something in order. In order, but to do even it. then, you have dragon's claw. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Like that's right. If you put but dragon's claw there. on it, like I don't. I For don't that know exact that exact reason. Right. I don't think that they want. I think they're fine with things being strong against others or things they're they're fine with champs being unkillable in certain situations against like certain comps like if you build that nar and they have all you know, blade masters. Maybe you can't actually kill that con- that NAR, but I I don't think they want something that like objectively, no matter what your opponent builds,
3: you can't no possibly counterplay. Kill this That's right. something that we'll hear in balance all the time, right? I used to work at a at a game company, so these mm-hmm. are the things that used to get brought up a lot. Yeah. Is like fun and interactive, right? Is this fun and interactive? Mm-hmm. And is there enough counterplay? Right. And uh, there's already like with dodge, there's already going to be inherently not a ton of counterplay outside mm-hmm. of items. Uh, and your wild synergy which is probably not going to be good anyway well
1: it might have to be good because i don't know if it's listed in these changes but i believe they took the take uh the uh, unmissable attacks off of all of the items and now it's just on the
3: four wild wild in in pbe in pbe And dodge is a huge thing in this next patch. So, uh, and to like reiterate how like people are going to be working these. Like, a lot of people were really scared about dragon yordle compositions Mm -hmm. um, going into the next patch because you would already have it'll be it's going to be it got nerfed from eighty three percent to seventy five percent, which I I think is pretty minuscule. Um, Maybe we'll see a bigger difference. Like, it's a little bit of damage, but it's like they'll hit an additional.
1: So it's what a thirteen percent difference. So they'll they'll hit an extra one out of one ish out of 10 attacks that they would have missed before, I guess. It's
3: and so yeah. like putting dodge on dragons, uh, was something a lot of people were excited and not excited about. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so they're, they're like pre nerfing a lot of that because that was always going to be a problem. But that's why like, I'm so worried. I've, I've been, I've been very outspoken on my, my opinion on dodge as a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is why, right it's i think it's a very easily abused type of mechanic and with pro players so good at min maxing mm-hmm. uh, i think the game breaking potential for something like this can be pretty huge because what if they didn't like they did right they thought about the dragon dodge mechanic right it's mm-hmm. right in your face but they also released pantheon at the power level that he was at right? right so it's it's what if they didn't think of these things are we just gonna have to play with you know demons like the old version of demons mm-hmm. for, like for a week and a half uh we'll probably get a b patch for this patch because there's just so much changing yeah. but I'm, I'm i'm afraid i'm afraid of dodge I, I i do trust mort i think most of his claims are are grounded in reality and in data mm-hmm. right but this is a adding more rng not only with items but also with dodge is is something that i'm not sure is the direction i would have gone in. Yeah,
1: um, and one thing that uh, you know we've seen, and I guess we'll we'll talk about this after uh, after the break. But we've seen that Riot is using data to make a lot of their changes. I was actually in uh, a, a, a data science data data scientist for Riot. Uh, I believe her name is Riot Whiskeys. She was streaming some TFT and just talking about some of the data that her team uses to look at tft and she was talking about some like really not obviously not specifics but some like really crazy things that she that they have access to and i'm like okay well that's good that the team that's making the game has access to this stuff it's all about like like you can have everything in front of you it's how are you uh going to interpret it and actually do something actionable about it, but we'll talk about that afterwards. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to note here about some specific hero changes here. I don't know if this is a just a misprint on the Reddit post or if this is an actual change. But Vi is actually listed as a four drop here. Uh, I don't know if that was just a change that they made or if well, it's
3: there's just... there's some other things like Brahm is misspelled, so I uh, I would yeah. so take, would take for it for what it it's, it's worth. Assault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: she did get uh, Vi did get a. Uh, only a minor buff, so probably still a three drop. It would that would be a really weird change if they took. Especially since there's already a
3: four cost brawler, uh, a four gas. cost brawler
1: I- and a four cost hex tech. So probably that's probably just a mistake. So yeah. I guess disregard that. But Sijuani getting a pretty sizable, oh well, yeah, kind of a sizable nerf. Uh, HP losing fifty HP from eight fifty to eight hundred, and then stun duration at uh, a half second stun nerf on level one. So from 2.5 down to two and then level two Sejuani is actually still the same. And then uh, actually level three Sejuani is even better now. Five seconds done for level three Sejuani. So good luck to all the people who get to level three Sejuani. Um, Jinx getting a, a bit of an attack speed buff. I think Jinx that, that's that, that is actually super relevant. Cause I think Jinx is like, she was super powerful and super uh, popular when she first got released um, and then she got a nerf and really just kind of fell off except in very niche comps and I think that this will push her back into like just general usability but not being like the oh I got a Jinx I'm going to commit to this no matter what my comp is and just like throw in one other gunslinger or throw in one other Yeah, Remember how impressive
3: her. six brawlers Jinx was?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially with that uh the I mean the Jinx the Jinx uh Blitzcrank combo is still really good and really cool. And actually Blitzcrank got a pretty huge buff here. His spell damage uh at level one is going from one hundred to two fifty. So he's doing two hundred and fifty damage right off the bat. Let's put those
3: Rabidons on Blitzcrank. Let's do it. Holy Everyone crap.
1: He, he's, we're going to do it, man. He's going from one. The spell damage is going from 100, 800 to 250, 550, 850. I mean, the 450 to 550. Okay, it's 100. It, it's just that, that level one blitz crank is
3: huge right now. It seems like brawlers he almost should be. Brawlers do yeah, need like, a buff. Brawlers need a buff, and I think this is part of it, uh, especially mm-hmm. since uh, Volibear got a burf but um, so yes. we, we won't get we won't get super into that if you want to check right, out these changes, I'm sure they're listed somewhere um but the <laughs> i just saw the the pun on ash here uh this guy did uh it's spelled <laughs> a-s-s-h-e <laughs> <laughs> um but no so like brawlers really need a buff and a yeah. big thing that Brawlers are missing is damage and uh early game and now they're gonna be able to find it, which is which is cool. I like Blitz as a character. I and love in regular Blitz. league, if you get if you get hooked by Blitz, like you should die, yeah. right? So maybe they're just kind of doing that in in TFT 2 maybe. I doubt that's well, part of it. Well, in League of Legends, I, what happens there?
1: I doubt that it's that, but maybe. Uh, I, <laughs> what I do think it is is that it Blitz Crank. I mean, the whole robot synergy is. This is a really powerful thing as a one of as a one off, at the cost of not providing any other synergies except for he, or providing half the number of synergies that the other yep. uh, champs do. So, point. Uh, I love Blitzcrank as a hero, just like I love uh, Zephyr as an item. It's like it's one of the yeah. things that you can just straight up hand-to-hand combat outplay your opponent uh and just completely ranch them potentially and this is just a huge um uh for blitzcrank players and i guess five proxy jinx players as well but yeah we won't go into uh, any more of these changes i will link the reddit uh i'll link the reddit post in the description below um that you can look at um i mean we're going to get official release patch notes um on tuesday next week before yes on tuesday next week so right before we record our episode next week and uh we'll go over the actual changes these are just what's on pbe but we are going to be talking about the uh (laughs) the void assassins i guess (laughs) debacle
3: of this week (laughs) it's Uh, its whole half of a podcast guys so uh, um, that's how much we're, we're going to talk about it yes but we will be talking about that in just
1: a minute right after this break
3: there are countless ways to keep up on what's happening in the world of sports but how are you supposed to read every great article how are you supposed to watch every awesome highlight without losing time in your busy day scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible now coming to the stage Axios sports Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. Each morning, you'll see the best stories from around the sports world, from the NBA and NFL to niche sports like cricket and ping pong. The email newsletter highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up. Sports.axios.com Axios Sports is clean, crisp, and gives you everything you need to know. Read it in five minutes in the elevator or discover a deep dive article while you're on the train to work. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the cool person sharing an amazing link with all your friends and co-workers. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. Do yourself and your time a favor. Sign up for Axios Sports Newsletter for free at sports.axios.com. Seriously, I subscribe to it and it makes me feel more informed without spending time clicking through websites, apps, and social media platforms. Again, try it for free at sports.axios.com. All right, guys, we are back here.
1: And as alluded to previously, we are going to be talking about this I mean, it it was infamous before this, but this tweet from Mort, uh, and I guess this will be part of our Mort Retort segment, this this tweet from Mort was really <laughs> kind of st- threw a little bit of gasoline on the fire, but uh, uh, he tweeted out and said, uh, in, in regards to TFT, as promised, we checked the data this morning uh, on Monday to see how we're looking balance-wise. Void Assassin is not out of line. It's an inconsistent build that can't succeed. He has in parentheses. So we'll be sticking to our plan of no B patch or hot fix. He follows up by saying there are changes on PBE for 9.19 that you can check out, which we did talk about, which we just did talk about. But just that in and of itself, Boop, what are your thoughts on Void Assassins, Kasasadin, the whole nine yards?
3: So I think we got it. I'm going to I'm going to retort back to you um so my question to you is is how important is data for this kind of stuff right so it's easy to look at a list i'm actually going to use akali in regular league of legends as the example here so akali like for her entirety of time in in league of legends has been obnoxiously terrible to balance right because what happens with akali is everyone that's like golden below just sucks at her right Mm. they can't utilize her as much as the you know uh, as someone who is diamond or you know plat or above, sure. right? Uh, and so her win rate has always been around like. 44 to like 47 percent and i Mm. think 47 is high for akali uh but they've nerfed her like six times they gave her a couple buffs like three patches ago but Mm. i would say 90 percent of everything that they've ever done with akali is nerf her right they even reworked her entire kit because they thought the other one was too oppressive and then this one ended up being in my opinion even more oppressive right so if you looked at the win rates akali would be at the bottom 10 uh, for for win rate champions in League of Legends, but the pros were doing very good with her in competitive mm-hmm. esports. And so they went ahead and started nerfing her for the top tiers of competition, right? Mm-hmm. So when you hear something like, oh, Cassidy isn't even in the top 10 win rates here, what does that truly mean, right? Because right. if you knew all that stuff about like a Kali and she is in the bottom ten a lot in terms of win rates, mm-hmm. but is oppressive at the highest highest levels, like how do you deal with something like that? Because I think that's the first time in TFT we've had something like that occur.
1: Yeah, it's there's so, there's so many different ways you can approach this, uh, which is why we're probably going to be talking about this for the rest of the show. But uh, on the one hand. I think stats are very important. Data is extremely important in this. I think there's a fine line to be walked f- between public perception of things and what's actually occurring. If it, it's, it's kind of like the... Um, uh, it's not confirmation bias. Maybe it is confirmation bias. We're like... You are only remembering those games against Void Assassins where you lost horribly. You're not remembering all the games where three people tried to force it and they all bottom they all bottom forward. Like you don't you don't actively remember those games. You're not you're not thinking like, "Oh, well there's a counterpoint to that last time I just got dumpstered by it." Um, and that's where the data really comes in. The counterpoint to that Is that at the end of the day, and we've talked about this for other things, is like the consumer is the we are the proponents and the proprietors of this product that is TFT. And if enough people are upset and don't want to play with this, regardless of what the stats are, it doesn't necessarily matter. Right, like if people are, uh, this is an exaggeration, but if people are quitting the game because of Void Assassins, it doesn't matter if it's just their own personal feelings or if it's data driven that that's the case. They're quitting. That's the what matters. Right, data is only as important, but the the actual circumstances matter. So I don't think it's at that point. But uh, one thing I saw from. I believe the player is uh nature's BF. They actually just posted a
3: guide to how to play Void Assassins. Uh and they're also attacking. I was 10 not NA doing player. that. I was not doing that when I was playing Void Assassins, just saying. Not doing <laughs> it was, it. uh well the way that he described it is like something uh, when, when i when i read hyrule void assassins i think about this rolling because yeah. all the things are low cost but like still developing interest and positioning incorrectly to use yeah. on purpose like that was stuff that i wasn't necessarily doing
1: and oh so, you're talking about the nature's bf video yes yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. yep we I, I did post that in the little legends podcast discord discord podcast definitely check that out uh, but, uh shameless <laughs> self-promotion gotta make sure i get that shameless self-promotion in after the break too uh but yeah, I, I think he he asked Mort when, when in this ad, in the thread of this tweet that he put out, he was saying, um, you know, is this overall win rate or is this just uh, you know what level is this at? And Mort said something to the effect of, oh, this is only for high, this is only for high uh, uh, MMR. Uh, you know, we're not looking at just win rate overall. And it's like, okay, well, his point was you don't want to look at uh, nature's BF's point was you don't necessarily want to just look at number of times that this gets first place, because really there's only like, you're not able to go this every time, right? Like, you want someone to like you need to get a spatula. You absolutely have to get a spatula at some point. And like how often are you getting a spatula? You have to commit to it early, so you basically need to get an early spatula. And if it's like, oh well so You're gonna be
3: poor the whole time. Right, right. right? Yeah.
1: You need to you need to be poor and low health the whole time until you like flip that switch and then you're very, very powerful. So the actual num- raw number of times that the comp gets first place is not necessarily a significant metric because uh there's no, people aren't playing it every game you can't play it every game necessarily and you can't necessarily play it well every game his point nature's bf's point was more what is the win percent or the average placing of it when you get a yumu's ghost blade on a Cassidy? what it what is the percentage of time that that a comp with that Wins and I don't know. Uh, We just don't know if that's what he if that's a stat that they're looking at. If that's what Mort meant by that, and I think that is a relevant stat because you don't want the case to be. uh, I mean, it can be Kasasidin, it can be anything. You don't want the case to be that if you get a level two Draven with a Bloodthirster on it, you're going to win the game. You're going to your average finish is going to be top four every time. You don't want that because then you're not necessarily thinking of anything. Also. A point that he made in that video is um, you know this is a comp that you can literally he spells it out and this is a very good guide by the way shout outs to him definitely give him a follow Um, he's like at this at these stages of the game this is exactly what you should be doing and exactly what you should be going to and if and the only real requirements are you get a spatula in the early game or a BF sword like in the opening carousel if you get that, the rest of this build plays itself, just follow the recipe. Yeah. And I don't think that that is, having that be a common thing is
3: necessarily the best for TFT in well, the spirit it's not- of TFT. S- S- I think his argument then is not, it's not truly skill-based at that point in time, right? Because it's sure. more lottery-based. If you get your right. spatula, then all you need is your sword and you're good, right? And that's something mm. that I've noticed is, like, if you get your spatula, you can, you can just do it, right? If you mm. want, you'll probably get most of the parts that you need uh, regardless. And let me go ahead and, like, talk about... Uh, League of uh, kaisa a little bit more because in league of legends yes. when kaisa was released uh they said that she would be a very high skill cap high risk high reward play mm-hmm. style right but currently she's sitting at a 50 percent win rate and like all levels of play okay right so there's something wrong there right when this this comp or this character right is is supposed to be high skill cap but there's still success, uh, too, maybe too much success at the lower ELOs mm-hmm. where there shouldn't be. Um, that means that there's a balance issue with this champion, right? right? So she's probably one of the more overtuned champions in League of Legends just mm-hmm. in general, which is why I would assume that it's going to happen again in T fight Tactics. But um, <laughs> the reason why I bring it up is because, you know, if you're a bronze player, you shouldn't be having that kind of success on Kaisa right because she should be too high skill cap for you she should right. be closer to a stats right 40% win rate mm-hmm. uh, but it's not and i think void assassins is gearing towards more that direction than what i think Mort is saying which is more the akali thing mm-hmm. right i think i think what's happening is if this build is receiving anything close then a 50% like I mean, in a group of eight, a fifty percent win rate is nutty. But um, like, if it's fighting success that's close to even what plat players are doing, or you know, diamond and higher, which is what he considered high MMR, right? Um, oh, and that's a problem. That's me. That's me. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm so flattered. Start making that TFT money. Well, yeah. uh, but the, but yeah, the 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 reason why I bring it up is. Like, if it's even throughout, right? If we do look at the lower stats and it's still finding that kind of success or even moderate success when it's mm-hmm. supposed to be high skill cap, then you have to look at it, right? Then it's right. not doing what you're saying. And listening to what you just said, too, it like, and reading his guide, because he does put it out by stage. He's like, at stage two, six, do this. Yep. At stage three, five, do this, right? And then if you just memorize th- these things, then it is just the lottery option, mm-hmm. right? It, then there, the strategy is more that memorization uh and the complexity of it goes the complexity of the strategy depletes the more often you do it right and when Mm -hmm. everyone starts doing it then where does it go
1: right and i mean the counterpoint is that i that mort may i don't want to put words in his mouth but it's like the strategy um you you can't do it every game right if three people are going for the void assassin high roll it's going to hurt them all right and they're all going to suffer for it if uh you know you don't get the spatula or the bf sword early it's going to hurt uh, you you might not ever be able to get it and you might just crumble if you um yeah i mean there's a number of factors like if you if you get the spatula and you get all this and you're the only person running it, but you play it wrong kind of like I did last week. I got eighth with it uh, cause I'm an idiot. Uh, like you can still play it wrong and do poorly with it. but I don't know like it's i'm I'm personally like very torn. I keep getting like swayed one way or the other, right uh, I do I want to note that like I think. That the changes that they're making in 9.19 are going to mitigate some of this, but I, I, it's not Void Assassin specifically that is the problem here. I mean, it is in this case, but like this type of comp, I mean, you, could, you can really kind of fill in whatever sort of high roll strategy...
3: I think Hyrule gunslingers is probably like right. the most common one after that.
1: Right. There's apparently a new one running around high roll shapeshifters, like you, like three star Nidalee and Elise and like Jace and That's stuff. Fun. Yeah, which is interesting. Like I like, like I personally like as a strategy there being like you know, I'm not going to go for econ and just get to 50 and stay as open as possible. Cause like there's skill in that and that's fun. And like being open and and transitioning is a skill that I think should be rewarded. But also like, I want to be able to like take a look and be like, no one's, no one's running any Nidalee's or Elise's right now. I'm just going to roll and take them all. I want that to be a strategy too. So
3: yeah, I think like the big thing here though, especially with the difference with shapeshifters, is as a strategy, Mm -hmm. you don't need the spatula. Right? right and it's not like that auto win thing there's more counterplay, right. and remember that's something that we, we've talked about before right yeah oh there's not enough counterplay, so we need to change it mm-hmm. and so once someone gets this there is a lot la- i mean yesterday i ran it in my cast and literally 1v5 to team mm-hmm. right I, I had all the right items and stuff on it and that is a strategy but that wasn't even fun for me right it was right. like you know i rolled my eyes and i think that's what it kind of really boils down to is it might strategically be Okay, right? And in terms mm-hmm. of win percentage it might actually be uh, fun, but I think the fact that it's an assassin comp and yeah. that feels really cheap, right? It just yeah. feels cheap, like you said, means that you're gonna have a little bit more disrespect for when people do it anyway, yeah. right? And so you, you get the spatula and you're like, cool, I can just high roll these assassins and pick up all the assassins that I see. Um, well, the, the right ones, right? right? And then once this happens, then everyone else in the lobby is going to have a really hard time because once I do get this locked in, the counterplay to it is non-existent outside of the gunslingers blade masters, which unfortunately is like bad against everything else. Yeah. Right. So, the counterplay options for them um they overcome i think too often too right like mm-hmm. morg can do a good job right but with a crit morg's gone or what if cats and right. hits work first right what if you don't uh, do a get the ga what good if your job yeah right yordles can be fine against it uh i mean you can build a phantom dancer for one person right, right. but then then you then you get into the whole conversation of well if there's a Void Assassin thing, then everything I do has to be in counter to that, regardless of what else is in the lobby. Right. And that's what I think really starts feeling bad.
1: Yeah. And two things that that makes me think of is I th- I believe well, I'm sure plenty of people have said this, but I believe I remember uh, Keen TSM Keen saying this is like people ask him in his chat, oh, how do I counter void assassins? How do I how do I position against Void Assassins? How do I? he's like, Well, what you would do is put your Ash frontline and have your back line or have your frontline champions in the back. But this isn't a 1v1 game. It's not like in Magic the Gathering where you have your sideboard cards and you put them in against this deck and you can beat it. It's like unless you're in the last two you can't do that because if you put in your Ash front line and have your Knights in the back line, you're just going to lose to everything else. The yep. other thing that I think it was Tabs, uh, who won the uh, Omega Esports League uh, Invitational that we casted, uh, again, hashtag shameless self-plug, uh, they, he was saying that, um, that uh, you can't... Um, oh god i completely forgot where i was going with this he no he said um nope completely completely lost it you're you're gonna get there i'm I'm gonna get there he uh oh god uh i'm just gonna leave the
3: room and come back yeah
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna leave (laughs) I, i i'm gonna just like this thought left my mind uh i'm just gonna leave the room uh and come back! Oh no, this so is what he I, said. I, I remember what it was. I remember what it was. Okay, I'm going to say it before I forget it again. He's saying uh, he had this situation happen maybe multiple times to him, where he had it's void assassins is the is the strongest comp. Uh, and he has maybe a Rangers comp or something that is very clearly the second strongest comp. He's winning every match in the lobby except for the Void Assassins comp, right? Well, he gets queued up against the Void Assassins comp two out of the next three times, takes 25 each time, and gets fourth or fifth place having the second best comp. Mm. That doesn't feel good, right? Uh, Where, like, it's like, okay, I can... Because of the way TFT works, I can accept... I don't have the strong. I don't have the number one comp. Okay, that's fine. But you want you're kind of expecting that there's like a little bit of a rock paper scissors. Some of the games there's one, one comp that, and one build that is just far and away stronger. But usually it's like my mine beats this one. My, my comp beats comp B. Comp B beats comp C, and then comp C beats me as comp A. And like depending on the matchups, I'm gonna get either first, second, or third. I, I'm fine with that in that case. But it's like. I uh, should get second but because of the RNG that they had and the RNG that I had in facing them I'm getting like completely destroyed by facing them two out of three times and just get fifth in a situation where I should
3: very clearly have gotten second that's what
1: he was uh, tabs was talking about
3: uh, well yeah. I definitely I definitely see that and I think they're you can make an argument for counterplay there, right? Mm -hmm. Because if voids counter Rangers or void assassins, just in general counter Rangers, that's fine. Right. But like, Mm -hmm. what else is there? Um, If, if, if slingers were better then it would, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. Right. But because what is good against void assassins is not good against anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. You're, you're getting penalized for not getting a spatula. right Right. and you're hoping at that point in time that just multiple people in your lobby are not gonna are are going to be running this comp so it depletes Mm -hmm. the pool a little bit but even then i've seen people pull out cast and threes all of a sudden where this one dude is has like a cast in one with a spatch on it and Mm -hmm. you know and it's still doing all right yeah you know so uh you combine the fact with the fact uh, you combine it as well with the fact that a lot of these units are one cost units mm-hmm. and two cost units and so they appear more frequently and so the counterplay should also be um well since they're gonna have less people on the field they shouldn't be as oppressive right because you're not right. really leveling you're gonna be level six when some people are gonna be level eight right, right. and it should be more but it's not right, right. And I think that's, like, where a lot of people have a hard time with it. Like, I get it. I get what Mort's saying. And I think that is a legitimate argument, right? Mm -hmm. But as a developer, it's really dangerous to just make a change because the community wants it, right? Because Mm -hmm. what does that do? It opens up, it it sounds, that sentence sounds bad, right? But Mm -hmm. what does it do? It's sometimes, most of the time, the community isn't coming from a place of actual knowledge, they're coming from feelings, right? Mm -hmm. And so, when pro players get involved, then you start kind of thinking about it, but again, it's still opening a can of worms once you just listen, right oh you guys didn't like void assassin so we're nerfing it mm-hmm. right so what what does that mean uh, for the next nerf right does the community just get to choose at this point right. uh the the dev team loses autonomy and uh that's something that you have to avoid in a game like this yes i agree i want
1: the dev team to have 90 plus percent 99 percent, honestly autonomy but i just want them to have Just have an open ear, which they seem to be having, for what it's worth. I don't have any, I've not been given any. There are
3: Cassidy nerfs on the PBE. Right.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah, I don't want. uh, And and the other thing that Mort said was, you know, he thinks that there's more counterplay that's not really being explored as much. Uh, You know, one thing that can be really good against a comp that has two fewer units than you is something like Zephyr, giving them one, uh, even another. Uh, unit less than you, uh, like things like that can be can be can counter that. But my, I, I keep coming up with these rebuttals to the rebuttals to the rebuttals. But the rebuttal there is like again, it's not a one v one game, right? You can build things to counter void assassins possibly. If even if we just accept that as a fact that we could be doing different things to counter void assassins, it's like is turning is like going for my items to build a an extra zephyr versus a morellos or a ga which can uh yeah which that item is built of two components of that like is that going to be better in the long run against the field? That's what you need to like. If it was one v one, sure, yeah, build it, build it like put your sideboard cards into reference Magic the Gathering. Put your Zephyrs in. Do this. Position your uh, your Ash in the front line. Like, yes, I, I get it, but you can't do that because you're also facing off against Nar
3: yep. and uh, Draven and all these things. So. Um... Well, and then and then like you go to an extreme, right? Say there is a void assassin in your in your lobby, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone builds against it. Everyone builds a zephyr, right? Is that that's exactly what you don't want either, right? right? You 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 don't want to get locked in. Well, just build zephyr. Okay, cool. But like, I don't want to just build zephyr because I have to, right? Right. The, the 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 best part about this game that I think is better than Underworlds is how versatile items can be. Yes. Right, and that your knowledge of items can decide your lobby Mm -hmm. right because Mm -hmm. even though this guide says to build shojin's blah 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 blah, right like you can adjust that and customize it for your not lobby and potentially overcome some even greater weaknesses right but when it's just like well just build zephyr well then everyone needs to build zephyr and then when your void assassin comp gets eighth place in the lobby what's your zephyr doing right Right. like then you're then you've just been forced to build something that you never wanted to build that your hands were tied to do anyway right and Mm -hmm. Giving examples of counterplay is not the same thing as like experiencing it and living it, right? It, it's kind of like um, it's looking for confirmation bias, right? right. It's like when, if say we were in an argument, right, and we were arguing something super benign, right, that like water is wet, and then I and then I'm like, well, actually, uh, when it's sunny, it's not. Oh, te- <laughs> technically, right? ice is a form of water, and it's not very wet in its solid state yeah, but like if you if you use edge cases as your main argument, you're never gonna win. right? right? And, I, and I really think that that's where that Zephyr thing comes from. Mm-hmm. right it, It's like, yeah, build Zephyr, that's cool, but I don't want to build Zephyr because seven right. other people in this lobby don't need it and I need this item to beat this Ranger comp, right right? I, I need this Morellos to to beat this other comp, right? So now you're asking me, to, I don't know why I'm so heated all of a sudden. So like, <laughs> because you're the Zephyr, me, like I
1: like Zephyr personally, but it is costing you half of a Morales and half of a GA.
3: That's yeah, the and, cost of, Mor- and, of Zephyr. And they they don't they want to avoid these chess like openings, right? So that's what they're that's what he's asking us to do is to have a chess like opening to be like, okay, build a Zephyr and then start your game, right? And then okay, cool. I don't have a Zephyr, so I lose. Oh, okay, cool. Like I have a Zephyr now, and there are no void assassins. <laughs> yeah right. and and that that's okay, but like to just say that there's other counterplay that no one is exploring is right. is a little bit of a cop out,
1: yeah, especially since like spending an item like using and combining an item is like a huge investment because there's really a Like, there's a finite um, number of items that you get. And it's like, well, if I use a Zephyr, it's like I already... Like, if I just had a Zephyr lying around and I'm choosing to build... Okay, sure. But, like, if I have to spend my carousel round going for that uh, Giant's Belt to build... No, Zephyr is... No, okay, I was wrong. Zephyr is not... I'm thinking of Red Buff. Zephyr is Giant's Belt plus negatron cloak okay so forget what i said about ga uh it, it's bloodthirster i guess or hush um regardless like if i have to spend my round getting a negatron if i spend my carousel round getting a negatron cloak or a giant's belt where i normally would have gotten a recurve bow a bf sword a needless in, the next, or patch, gloves right? in like, the next patch
3: like that is a huge investment i think um, but just build zephyr blev That's the counter. Like, see, you see what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. Like, I I think that kind of retort um, takes the intelligence out of the general population a little Mm -hmm. too far out of the equation, right? It's like, it it kind of feels like, well, you dumb dums just build Zephyr, right? But Yeah, it it, it feels like
1: that, and it feels more like, well, like, if you're taking it from, like, that sort of argument, like, A... Um, and I'm going deep into Magic the Gathering here. A, it's like, okay, well, you, if you want to beat a uh, tier one deck, like you need to have these sideboard cards in your deck. And okay, that kind of makes sense in the 1v1 playing a match against someone that you know you're going to play the match against. Okay. And being able to adapt to that. Sure. Um, but also in the like even deeper Magic the Gathering is like, there are things that on its surface on the surface look like they'd be very good. Um, and sorry, people who don't know anything about old magic, the gathering here, I'm going to go on a little bit of attention here. Uh, old affinity back in the day, that deck was tier one, like unbeatably good in standard, but and they print and wizards printed cards. It was, it was a deck that relied on artifacts. Wizards printed a card. I think it was called Shatterstorm or something that, is just 4 mana destroy all artifacts which on paper okay great that's awesome like you're playing as an artifact deck uh you have a card that destroys all artifacts just play that forehead you look back at the stats from that era and that card had no effect on the win rate against Affinity because um, they would just kill you anyways. So yeah, well, I'm not even sure if Zephyr is good. It might be, but I haven't seen it. I don't know. In theory, uh, it seems like them going from six units down
3: to five versus my eight would be good, but they're crushing me with the six. Is the I one thing going to be even better? Yeah, well, and to kind of piggyback off you for a little bit more recent times, for everyone who's not this a was, yeah, here. This back um, <laughs> before, but, <you laughs> know, we're the same age. Page. um the, uh, the i think hearthstone is another one that you yes. can start talking about right well oh then put this card in the counter right um right. i actually uh, a commenter it's like the first time i've ever used like a comment on a twitter thread like as actual <laughs> like oh my god that was smart yeah. but someone likened it to quest rogue um uh, and
1: posted a, a reddit post about that too i didn't read it yet y- but
3: yeah and so quest rogue was stupid right not only was it like it it was stupid that's probably why you liked it right it it is it is um, it had a lot of zero (laughs) cost cards in it and there the counterplay was well put these cards in your deck well only some of classes could have that card and by the way this card also sucks yeah right and so like why am i gonna put this in my deck and make it weaker versus everything else just like we were saying about the zephyr thing right um and it's just like that's such an easy thing to say right it's a good band-aid to a problem well the counter to quest rogue is board clear right uh and so like warlocks would have a fine like would be okay with it but still right it's but also
1: is it actually a good like do you have stats that say i don't know if this is the actual card or not but do you have stats that say if you cast Twisting Nether against Quest Rogue, your chances go from thirty percent up to sixty percent.
3: Well, no, because that deck also had backup mechanics, right? <laughs> right. And I think that's another thing that people exactly. don't don't think about. It <laughs> Void Assassins doesn't just work because Cassinon is an assassin, right? Right, like that's that's not the they only. They also run Zephyr works. too, by the way, <laughs> a lot yeah. of the times. <laughs> yeah, and then, like it, it, like there's 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 other things that that make that good right it's the fact that reksai isn't an assassin that i think also makes that a a little bit better because then you can get people out of corners by Uh, putting reksai in the middle mm -hmm. right and it's not just one or the other right this it's not an a plus b equals c type of situation right there's too much nuance and too much you know other stuff going on to say well zephyr might counter one aspect of this right right but when it's over after eight seconds you're still probably gonna I mean, it's, again, it's because it's assassins and they can one-shot people, right? right? That even with five people, it might be enough, right? I, I remember, you know, in that game that I won, I was beating people with uh, seven units at, like, five units. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Without even the full assassin, you know, synergy. Right. Because I don't think a Zephyr would have even helped, right? Exactly. I was at four units for forever, and I was <laughs> at the top of my lobby because I was doing it wrong. Yeah. Right? But again, I was doing it wrong, and, like, if you take anything out of that guide, it's the fact that it's so good. You have to purposely position poorly to lose. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so and I I think that lose streaking is one of the bigger bigger brain things that pros can do that I have no idea how to do correctly. I lose streak a lot. Not on, on purpose, but <laughs> but like the fact that this is good that you only need a couple components and you need to purposely lose in order to yeah. lose again, shows that it is stronger at at other parts of the game. So that's the thing, like with Quest Rogue and whatever artifacts that you're talking about, right? It's, Quest Rogue also had the ability to redo their board because most of their uh, cards were one cost or low cost cards, right? You got your scaled lizard, your two cost, one three, that's all of a sudden a five five, then a four four. It got got nerfed so many times, and eventually they just had to kill the deck. And, and I think that's like, they don't want to outside of like the demon mistake that they had before in pantheon even though that this didn't happen i think tft is really trying a hard really hard not to kill anything Mm -hmm. right but this we're getting really really close to it might just be time to kill this deck, like like kill this archetype or or something else because the player base is getting pissed and while we don't want to give them as much leeway as we want right like they have the numbers that people stop playing but then again, we might've all had this conversation for not because there's so many changes going in next week, but we might only have one more week of this anyway. uh,
1: Yeah. I, I don't think like, and the reason I, I, I'm perfectly fine having this conversation, knowing that the changes on, uh, this upcoming Wednesday, or I guess a week from this Wednesday. So a week from tomorrow in our land and our, in our reality, uh, is because I think that this is going to change, but, It's the this type of thing can still happen again. Like maybe it's not void assassins. Maybe it is. It's something else. Like oh well, if I get if I get two star draven with these items, I just win every time. It's like well, like let's let's take a look at this and because like we we want it to be more like rock paper scissors. They want it to be more like rock paper scissors. Now it feels like with with the exception of void assassins, it does kind of feel rock paper scissors ish, but it's like. Rock, paper, scissors, but also there's a bigger rock that you sometimes can get and none of the other things can beat it's it like if you the, get the d- big rock. D-
3: in elementary school that was like, and this happened to me, that was like, oh, God's one of the ones that you can do for rock, yeah, paper, scissors, yeah, yeah. and God beats everything. And it's like... Yeah. It's- Tells you a little bit about my upbringing, right. And then I,
1: uh, I ask, can 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 the can can they microwave a burrito that's so hot that even they can't eat it, and then they go cry <laughs> to the teacher, and I get kicked out of church bless. school. Uh, hashtag Bart Simpson life. Um, but <laughs> uh, my upbringing was surprisingly close to Bart Simpson's. But um, yeah, the long story, I guess, the wrap up to this is. A I think it's going to like this specific instance is going to change significantly and, like maybe we open this back up maybe it's still just as oppressive I think it, at the very least it's going to be less consistent right cuz you're you're going to need to do a very specifically different thing this upcoming patch right like you're going to either need to get a Cho'gath or a Kai'sa in order to have the void power and I think like no one's making this no one's making this uh, argument about um like Imperials, right? Like we're not seeing like, Oh, well, if they just get the Swain, then it's over, right? Like they have the Imperials. They just win. No one's saying that. Right. And like, (laughs) I would imagine it's probably easier to get a Swain in any given game than it is to get a spatula. So, uh, I don't know. Um, but I think it's going to change. I do think that this type of discussion about this like type of comp that's like very cookie cutter, very strong, has like little little counterplay. I think there are things that you can do. I don't think it's as unbeatable as people think, but I also don't think it's as like the solution is as easy as what Mortis thinking. I don't think either side, either extreme, is particularly yeah. Correct. Like
3: imagine all of this, right? We just had this conversation, right? And we were at work at riot games yeah. having this same conversation which probably. they probably are <laughs> yeah no that's what i'm saying Is like they probably had this exact same conversation 20 or so times they mm-hmm. probably had 15 meetings that could have been emails um you know talking about this <laughs> because exact... riot games is still a corporate company and those things still happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> most meetings could just be emails by the way everyone yes. um but but yeah, like, I understand that that it's hard and people like, you know, me and you can be very passionate about it. I don't think it's as oppressive as people say uh, because there is that trade-off of getting eighth. Like, it's a first or eighth type of thing, mm-hmm. right? And I do believe that there should be comps like that in this game, right? But it's a little too easy to grab it. Like, if, if this is the type of comp, I would rather the Assassin, you know, Void player have, like, 4 HP or have this be, like, a late-game type of thing where, yeah. like, you could just die by never getting it, which can happen, but again, it's like yeah, first pick on carousel if there's a spatula, right it's a little easier yeah it's just like a lock and load.
1: I like the ability to be at a point in the game, probably not the opening carousel where you can like put your finger in the air, look at the you know look at the other comps and be like. Yeah no, I'm going all in. I'm going like I'm going That's to grab is, right? every single Akali. No one is running Tristana's. I'm going to three star Tristana. I'm going to three star this. Like I want that type of strategy to be strong. But I, I I think that the problem is that you want the a there to be counterplay potentially from the opponents and also there to be a few other like there should be more qualifying criteria that makes it a good decision to make. Um, but. I think we've kind of checked all the <laughs> points there. Let us know what you guys think. I mean, it, again, it's kind of moot maybe because it's changing. But uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys say. Let us know in the Discord, uh, and uh, we'll we'll continue the conversation there. Um, do we want to talk about uh, the loot boxes? I know we talked about it a little bit before. What what are your, what are your thoughts on the the new? So I
3: actually think most people like it.
1: Right? Uh, am I crazy? Have I, I not? I've heard both yet? sides. I've heard pretty. I don't know if I've heard anyone say that they're like overwhelmingly in favor of it, and I have uh, yeah, heard people I, say I that they're very that they don't like it. Like the new. I, this is a conversation that's. Uh,
3: I, I'm fine with it. I actually kind of like how it is right now, especially Mm -hmm. for someone like me who likes to spend a lot of money, sometimes getting (laughs) an orb that has 20 gold in It's like, Oh, oh, I can, I can get it. Trust this turn. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Is nice. Uh, It's always going to be this argument and people will have opinions. If the items aren't the same all around, but I do feel like it is a little bit more balanced, uh, like overall. And I'm actually cool with it so far. So um, that's kind of where it ends for me.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen the full spectrum of like, oh, well, I really want my items early and I feel like I'm at a huge disadvantage if I have items early, if I don't have items early, to people saying, I just want gold in the early rounds. Just give me gold. I'll take no items, please. Hmm.
3: Um, I never thought of
1: that. Uh, I, I saw that. multiple multiple players who are... Uh, in the top 10 on na saying that they would just rather have gold early because i, th- I think they kind of not necessarily normalized exactly but have changed, made it so that you're getting the si- i don't know if it's the same number or a similar number of item components
3: by the end of the game essentially i'm into the gold change actually yeah. uh but like but uh- But items is like a big part of this game. And so it It would take a lot of the, I think it would take a lot of like the casual fun out of it. Uh, Building Hydra on graves, for example. (laughs) Uh, But I think we should see
1: completed items more often. Like maybe just give this is us one the... where
3: i kind of like throw my head hands up in the air and be like good luck guys because i don't i, I don't I, I have a good head for this kind of stuff but like this one like because of what they're trying to do is always going to be difficult they've kind of backed themselves into a quarter here uh but yeah. they're 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 doing it and i and i like that part of it right that yeah. they're almost unforgiving about the reasoning behind this mm-hmm. which is In this aspect is great with items because there's a little bit more arguments for both sides Mm -hmm. as opposed to Void Assassins, which is a little less so. Right. Um, Because not all situations you can apply the same rules to, right? So this time around, though, with, like, items and loot, Gold Early is really, really nice. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it does even up. But I, I think what it does is it gives players who lose an excuse to be loud about it right (laughs) rather than really looking in because every time like and this is just a heuristic observation right just based on my own games Mm -hmm. when i see someone in chat um and again i don't know why people still do this you do not have to type slash all in chat to talk to everybody (laughs) um but someone's like i didn't get any items and i look over halfway through the game and they're like always in the top four yeah Right. And it's like, why are you complaining? Right. Like, maybe again, like you remember because of recency bias that time you didn't get items and got eighth, but I don't really feel like that happens all that often.
1: Yeah. I think that managing economy is one of the skill intensive parts of the game that people don't. um, It's not just getting up to a high economy or rolling down to a low economy. It's knowing when you should do either and at what point you should stop or keep going. That is a real skill tester in this game. I remember when we were casting OEL, like Crowin is like a master of knowing exactly what he needs to get to. Like a number of times he like how many times have you been rolling for an upgrade and stopped when you had like twenty gold left? For me, not very often. I'm usually very binary with my gold spend. It's either I'm only scraping off the top above 50 or I'm going down to zero <laughs>
3: a lot yeah, of the times. It's, it's, it's a, like, my favorite is like, when you do roll down to 20 and you stop, but the unit you need is there. Right, yeah. and then you like, and then you buy it, and then you're like, like okay, well, sixteen well, I'm, gold. I'm well, yeah. I might as well go to ten. <laughs> and of course, when you hit ten, another unit you need it's is like, there. Ooh, there's and then, a five cost here. Ah, but just zero gold. I'll just keep it yeah, on my bench. Just, yeah, exactly. I can sell it back. It's the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think like getting items early is. It's skill intensive in that you don't necessarily. I think that you don't want to build your. I, I think you want to hold
3: out. Yeah, exactly. Building. How many times do you like even like have items at the beginning that you build unless you like get a GA or like uh, something for a unit that you know you're going to have to right. the end of the game? Very right?
1: rarely. I think that's why I think it's just worse to get items early. I think I'm I'm in on the gold. Like the gold, I think you have you have much more leeway to spend it. Uh, early or invest it, and like you're getting that advantage. One thing that Mort said was that like you, if if you're under the assumption that everyone everyone's getting the same number of boxes, it's that some of those boxes are going to have different things. Um, if you're like going under the assumption that every player has roughly the same like average. I'm just going to call it like uh, value points worth of stuff, whether it's gold, units, items, etc. Um, if everyone has the same number of value points open from each box every round. It's how you press that advantage, right? Like that is is going to be relevant. Which is a to skill
3: you. within itself,
1: exactly. Are you going to build your items early and get a, a good win streak going? Okay, that's an advantage pressing. So if you're getting those items early, but you're not using them, you're squandering that advantage. That someone who has gold early is either going to save it and automatically get that interest advantage, or they're going to spend it and get that power up in their terms of their comp advantage. The gold, the gold, uh, the getting early gold, I think is uh, the easiest advantage to... It's easiest to take advantage of it, but it's the hardest... It's harder to uh, do it correctly, I think. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. I like the new system. Honestly, if I didn't hear people complaining about it as much, I probably wouldn't have noticed much difference. I just, like... (sighs) I just kind of got over the, like, oh, I only get a couple items start. Like, I just, like i feel it for like a second of like oh well i only got one item in the old patches and then it's like by the end of the game i'm like i have roughly what i need most of the
3: time <laughs> well you know what do what do gamers like to do complain yeah. it's definitely one of our top three things number one is drink g fuel yes. uh number two, <laughs> number two is an to ad game ad and then number yeah. three is to complain about something right because yes. th- 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 what with passion comes uh opinions Right. And I think this is just an example of that. And everyone's entitled to their opinions, but sometimes they're wrong. And and Many I think times that even. Yeah. Yeah. And just because someone thinks differently than you doesn't mean that they're wrong. Right. And yes. you might feel very passionately about your opinion and what you think. But you have to be able to open your eyes and think about, oh, but there's this thing. Oh, but there's this thing. Right. It's just kind of like how we like peel the onions back on that void assassins thing right like it's hard to do with with a lot of things but sometimes you have to to truly understand where
1: voids are like onions
3: right (laughs) (laughs) and so i think with this like loot system i'm actually cool with them keeping like this loot system going for a bit and like Mm -hmm. not touching it because i'm I'm cool with what it is right now um until they do fix some of the other balance issues in the game uh especially since uh, i don't know if you just saw this but mort just tweeted that he's locked in everything that's going to go onto the pbe slash patch 9.19 that's all going up tomorrow so every so there's going to be no new additions outside of like hot fixes and stability things he said that's going to go past what's going to be on the pbe tomorrow so tomorrow's going to be a big day for us uh tft peeps tomorrow being september 18th
1: yes the wednesday uh right yeah wednesday Awesome that's uh that is cool to know. Um, but yeah let's uh, let's round out the show like we normally do and uh, talk about some of the comps that you guys posted in our discord again discord.me such a legends podcast and a lot of you have come and joined the conversation in the community we really do want you to be there post your comps even if you're just lurking around and just want to see what other people are talking about that's fine too you don't necessarily need to be super active and talking you don't need to come to every game night but you certainly can because um, I think we do try to have as much fun as we can and I know Uh, I speak for myself and Boop here that we are open to suggestions and everything that you have there. We do have some text channels for show suggestions and whatnot. Anything that you want to see. Can't promise that we can do everything, but we will certainly put out a uh, good, honest try. But with that being said here, let's take a look at some of the cops. We got one here from Bettett's who posted a uh this one I post I had this one first just for uh just for you boop a nice little 6 yordle comp here with a couple of extra sorcerers. <laughs> a level 2 Karthus as well taken down first place <laughs>
3: uh. I wish it, the next person who posts a 6 word comp in first place is getting banned from this. Court. I hope it's me. I, I, I feel like at this point it's just a personal attack. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, I'm taking this personally. Um, it is an attack on me and my ideal.
1: No. What's going to be really uh, funny is when you look at a comp and you're like, "Ha! It's only five yordles." And then you're, and then the, there's the comment is, "I made my Shivana a yordle too."
3: Yeah. <laughs> or when it's me, I post the comp with all six yordles, and I have to like just like put my tail in between my legs. And be like, Guys, I I got like a level two NAR super early. Like it'll be like it'll be like an entire novella of like, sorry, like this is why I did this, right? This is why I still hate Yordles.
1: Shame. Oh wait, actually, hold on. I do have... Nope, I'm not going to go for it. That's too risky. I I was going to say, I do have some sounds on the soundboard, but... That's a whole different place. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe next episode I'll have some sounds uh, for the soundboard here. Let's go and talk about this one. This one is a uh, not quite six Yordles. Actually, only only the two Yordles, the Nar and the Kennen, which I think we see quite a bit because they're both just individually very powerful. But a level three Nidalee. Uh, this is actually the full suite, the full Monty for wilds. We got the level three Nidalee, level two Nar, level two Rengar and a warwick as well as wild uh, elemental yeah wild elementals and then just you know what just a Sijuani for good measure uh giving you the glacial buff on your on the anivia here as well as just i mean Sijuani is just like just just play Sijuani. You, you classic unit yeah really really good unit that one is by joey uh with an umlaut on the o uh Julie, s- I, I I I'm sorry. I'm using people's in-game League of Legends names. So if it's different than your Discord name, I apologize. I didn't capture all of those. So sorry. Uh, we look here. We've got one from Twin Suns. This looks uh, it looks like a void. It's a void assassins comp, but I don't necessarily know that this is. This doesn't. It's not the hyper role, unless he got. There's no way this could be the hyper roll, because there's too many other things. You've got a level three cast in. Okay, then we got Chogath, we got Rek'Sai. uh Rengar. Oh, this is more of a, a Rengar comp actually, but has a tier three uh cast in. Rengar, Nar, Ari, Lulu actually, and uh and uh Warwick here. Is that all that's another four another four
3: wilds actually getting first place. Maybe we're seeing a trend here. Yeah, you her folks here first. Wilds, most broken comp in the game. Screw your void assassins. It's it's four wilds plus anything you want is is how you should be running this game. Yep, <laughs> uh, you could say they're running. What? Oh God! god. <laughs> you should do uh, yourself.
1: Uh I uh I I'm glad I didn't get the shame bell out from the soundboard. Uh next up we've got A Rock fifty two here with this is one of my personal favorites. Level three gangplank, which he noted in uh in the Discord that also had a Rabidon's death cap, uh which mm-hmm. I just like to call kaboom. Uh that I love that build actually. Yeah, it's, it's so fun.
3: I call uh, it popping pimples, when, oh uh, God. Um, especially when it's against your. No, I jordles. want to throw
1: up. <laughs> yes, Top that's true. Pimples. That is true. The gangplank, uh, the uh, level three graves as well, and level three tryst guardians, uh, and then a couple more gunslingers, and it looks like maybe no got a blade I master in there. Got a got a. There could two of those units could have been turned into blade master. Oh wait, uh, one of those units probably was turned into a blade master because I forget that Gangplank is a blade master himself. So probably another blade master in there. But a really cool comp there. Deathblow actually posted this one uh, with the caption of. I can't believe this one, and it's just tier three trust with Blade Master, a Jinx with Blade Master, a Gangplank, uh, just, a blade, just the like straight up Blade Master Gunslinger comp. So it's not. a very interesting <laughs> spatula options there. Deathblow. I uh, love but, this comp. This was the old hyper roll assassins type. Yeah,
3: of one, I, I, I'm assuming you got the Frozen Mallet off of Dragon or something, um, oh, it's a frozen and then mallet. You, yeah, you probably three spatula items here. You sp- and then you, I like the Lone Large Rod on the Aatrox. Yeah. Um, ladies. And, um, and, uh, cause that's like, you know, when someone's gotten, like, frustrated enough to pick a guy up from the carousel, correct? Right? <laughs> that's, that's, like, gotta be that you, situation. Yes, yeah, so you picked prob- him up just for his large rod. Yeah, you, you probably have two atroxes, like, the whole time. Yeah. And then it finally was like, all right, I just gotta get it off the carousel, I have to have a large rod on it.
1: <laughs> so good. Also notable here, a level two. Yasuo with two other Yasuos on the bench. I don't think that there was probably enough time left in the game to get him to level three, but just the, just the thought, the, the, the possibility is, is there. And and that really makes it, uh, really makes it worth it. And last, but certainly (laughs) also probably least is my comp here. And this looks, so I, I, I posted this one a, because I post all the ones I get first place in, and you guys should too in the discord, post your comps. Um, but this looks like a pretty standard, like, uh, Rangers Elementalist nice comp. yeah. Yeah, it looks like pretty standard. If you saw how this game played out, it, it was, like, one of the wackiest games I've ever played. Like, I started out, like, hard gunslingers. Like, I was going for a level 3 Lucian, like, who I had items stacked on. I had gang planks. I had pirates. I had all this stuff. And then, like, I opened a pack with two... I opened a pack with two ashes, and I'm just like, "That's uh, that's saying uh, something." I'm gonna I'm gonna buy them here because I don't remember why, but it was basically a free roll. Like I'm like I will pay essentially pay one gold of interest that I would be getting to invest into these two ashes. Then the next pack I opened had the third ash and two kindreds in it, and I'm like, "Well." I mean it's Ugh. just gonna happen. And it was weird. So like I started building I started building those. I never got a Mord Kaiser, which was so. Yeah, that's weird. why your Karthus
3: is in the lineup. Right. I
1: see. I, and I, I eventually like I had a I got a Karthus before I ever got a Mord Kaiser. So I put the Karthus in and I'm I'm playing this weird comp and then I ended up getting a level two Karthus. I put a Ludens on it and that was what I was talking about earlier. That is that is a kaboom a kaboom boom is level two karthas with the ludens because i did not realize that the ludens splashed off of all of those things i didn't know how it was going to work but it worked exactly how i wanted it to and exactly how my (laughs) opponents did not want it to so uh i I also accidentally kept a garen in instead of like a level two poppy because i'm for no reason other than I'm a dum-dum and I sold the Poppy instead of the Garen because <laughs> I wanted two nights. So just a really weird game that I, I literally... I mean, I say this almost every time I get first. I thought I was going to get eighth here. <laughs> but, so so if,
3: if the moral of the story is even you can be Diamond. True. So. The moral of the story
1: is that you <laughs> do not need to have any sort of strategy. You don't really need to have any sort of game knowledge. You don't even need to know what you're doing at all. You can get diamond. I believe in you (laughs) uh, because I have done it. So, (laughs) but uh, with that being said, that's going to be it for the episode. Guys, remember we've said it before. We'll say it again. We are part of the prediction eSports network. Make sure you are uh, listening to us on that. Go to your favorite podcast uh, provider and type in prediction with two E's. We'll come up, subscribe there, and download the episode. Let's be number one. Let's be the number one show on there. There's a lot of really great shows and a lot of really talented folks on the network. But let's, you know, let's 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 solidify our spot here. Uh, also, leave a review there as well. Please, please, please do. If you have any questions for us, uh, Boop, where can people find you on the internet to pester you on the internet?
3: Twitter.com/slash.
1: Source, Rex. Yes, you can find me at League of Blev, and you can also tweet at the podcast at L-I-L Legends Pod on Twitter. Follow us there too. Follow us on all the places. You know, it's just good. But the Discord is our home. All of our links are on the Discord again. Discord.me slash little legends podcast. But that is going to be the end of the show. I hope you guys liked it. Next week is going to be a big one. One of the biggest patches we've had, I think, ever, possibly, in team fight tactics but we'll probably be since here. the hex tech patch probably since yeah may, potentially even bigger i don't know it, it not as many heroes but definitely gonna be a big one we'll see you guys here make sure that you are listening and all that good stuff but until then we will see you guys in the discord and on team
2: fight tactics Bye. <laughs>